Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Your Extraordinary Life podcast and YouTube series. This is going to be a solo episode here. For those of you who don't know, my name is Monica Furi. I am a full-time travel photographer, content creator, entrepreneur. I travel the world and feel very fortunate to be able to do this, tell stories with hopes to inspire you to live your most extraordinary life, whatever that looks like for you. Whether that's traveling the world, hiking in all your favorite places, whether that's talking to a new person, going to university to get that degree and serve in any way you feel is right, this podcast is, the whole mission behind it is to inspire and invoke within you the courage to pursue that dream that's on your heart, that's that's meant for, I fully believe that's meant for you. It was placed on your heart and given to you for a reason. And so in today's episode, I wanted to film a solo episode. I'm currently in Cairo, Egypt. I've just completed a 10-day group trip out here. It has been an absolute dream being out here with EF Ultimate Break. There have been lessons and things I've learned from Egyptian mythology and Egyptian history that I didn't even know or expect to feel so moved by in a spiritual way, in a healing way, um, learning so much about these ancient cultures and civilizations and how they were so advanced and they knew so much all these thousands of years ago. I mean, everything linked from the pyramid, the theory of the reactor theory of how and why it was built, and and still all these question marks surrounding it, a civilization so advanced that we can't even wrap our minds around it today in 2023 in the now, and they're still discovering new pieces of why and how is absolutely mind-blowing. So I've been really, really grateful to be here. And something that's been on my heart that's come up actually on the Nile River um, this is a very special time because this past week was the spring equinox and also a lot of Aries energy with the new moon in Aries and so much just feels and my in the zodiac my rising sign is Aries and that's one who's very bold and decisive and does what's on their heart and takes initiative and I've felt very strong pulls to share um, more about healing after heartbreak. So for those of you who don't know, last April, April of 2022, I ended an eight-year relationship. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but it also felt so incredibly guided. And throughout this journey this past year, I traveled the world, I was on a world trip, and I have learned so many things, but with each new thing I learn, more question marks are raised. Um, the reason I felt so pulled and called to share this was I get so many questions from my amazing community on Instagram and of people asking for tips and inspiration of how to also live their most extraordinary lives, how to live a more guided and in tune life that's living in alignment with your intuition and, and your calling of what's meant for you. And so that's why I felt called to show up and do the solo episode and share with hopes that it speaks to you in, in your journey, in your path of healing, whatever that is, whether that's post-heartbreak, whether that's healing things from your childhood. It's it's a message from my heart to you. And I have a few things that I've, like key points that I've written out on my phone that I really want to share with you. But And I also opened up a Q&A on my Instagram. So without further ado, let's dive in. Okay, so the first question, 
our first statement someone said is congratulations on the healing big steps big steps thank you so much that at that time so my relationship for those of you who don't know was eight years and so it was ever since high school till i was 26 years old i'm 27 now and so it was all of my adulthood basically i went from being a child to my parents to being a girlfriend in this relationship and i never really felt like i had an opportunity to discover who i am who mana is and the steps that i took towards getting to that were i started doing a whole i just diving into the world of self-development personal development personal fulfillment learning about consciousness learning about spirituality books and podcasts and really any resource i could get and the biggest game changer for me was Tony Robbins content and events. Um, sort of the start of my spiritual awakening was last spring when I went to Tony Robbins Life and Wealth Mastery in Fiji. And that was the start of, so basically the story is um, on the last day of that event, not only did I meet so many incredibly inspiring people, but I also had a whole flood of emotions coming through me of realizing that my name, Mana, is such a powerful name in so many different cultures. Um, just in the Polynesian culture, it means life force, energy, power of wind, life-giving. The meaning my mom told me it means is forever. And I realized I wasn't stepping into that. I was playing life small and I felt, I felt there was such a pull. There was just so much potential energy and I wasn't stepping up to that and I wasn't living up to that. And, and if maybe you feel like that now. Maybe that's how you found this podcast episode. Maybe you feel like, there's a calling on your heart and there's a calling for your life and you're not stepping into it. You believe there is more that is meant for you to live furthest in alignment with what your purpose is here. And you're meant to impact and serve and touch people's lives in a way that you're not right now. Follow that and trust that. That's what I felt in this event. I was finally given from leaving my corporate job. I was solo on this life and wealth wealth mastery event in Fiji and Tony specifically chose Fiji because it is a very spiritually charged energetic really grounded in tune place i've truly felt the power of mana and i felt generations of my ancestors and all of the lives and sacrifices and things they'd gone to especially being an iranian woman um, everything that they had gone to that had brought me to this moment and there was a very special turning of the tide sort of during this event on the last day of the event um, i received a phone call from my mom that my last living grandparent my grandmother momoni who i love so much she was killed in a motorbike accident and i was flooded with emotions obviously so sad being so far away from family losing someone that i loved so much and then um, i had the option to isolate for the day or proceed with the event with the 25 other people who were in fiji i chose to continue with the event and told the event facilitator and she asked if I was comfortable to do a love and light ceremony, which I had never done something like that before. But basically she had me go and sit on the center of this sort of elevated stage um, with the rest of the group. And we basically all sat together in a, in a circle. I was there, I was just crying. I was feeling I had so much emotion and I felt everyone in the group put their hands on me, had an armor on me and was literally sending love and light to my grandma through me. And it was the most beautiful, the most freeing, the most powerful thing I had ever felt in my life because I didn't feel like I had lost my grandma. I felt that she was flying free. And especially, so she was a woman living in Iran with everything that is happening in Iran. And and she she was flying free and, and I felt such a, a pull and a connection that 
I was given this opportunity in this life of travel and and that ceremony was so beautiful because it wasn't a loss it was it was a light and this links into the story of the heartbreak because through that ceremony I then the next step on the world trip was to travel to Bali and that was actually where the breakup happened um, and without sharing too many of the details because I want to say that I will always love and I will always care for my ex-partner. Um, we grew up together. We shared so many memories, so many life experiences, so many travels, so many laughs, so many learnings together. Nothing but love and gratitude for that relationship. I truly, truly believe, and if you're going through a heartbreak or a loss right now, I truly believe that every single person that we meet is brought into our lives for a reason and it's not a loss and it's not regret it's a learning and a connection and an opportunity and an embrace and so i was able to come to that perspective because a lot of a lot of these questions like so many amazing questions you all have sent me which i'm so grateful for that you trust me with sharing with this with you the way i was able to come to that perspective was through getting so in tune with what was calling to me from inside that I, I was able to hear these voices. And, and the one that had guided me most, and I keep saying why I ended the relationship, so many of these questions are why. How did I know it was time? Did you know it was time? To, did you and your ex just grow apart? How did you know it was time to end your relationship? Um, so many of these questions, like how did you do it? Why did you do it? How did you know this is the time? I felt the guidance of my grandma come through me and give me the courage to decide that this is no longer it. This isn't living in alignment with the best for both of us. And so in that moment, ended it. I stayed in Bali and he continued onwards back to the United States. And one week after that breakup, that was already the hardest decision. So many tears, hardest decision of my life, one of the hardest weeks of my life. And that next week, I was in a near-death motorbike accident where, I share this in another video, but it was basically a beautiful sunny morning. I was driving on a motorbike in Bali. There was a gust of wind and this electricity wire swoops in front of my neck. It's pulling me backwards as I'm still going forwards on this motorbike. I smash into a cement wall and I hit the ground with my head in my hand. And the only thing that happens is I break my thumb and I had a few scratches on me. And I kept saying from that moment that I felt my grandma she saved me. She was an angel and she was there for me in that accident. She gave me courage. And this quote that Morgan Freeman shared in a movie was, if someone prayed for courage, do you think God would give them an opportunity to practice courage? And I, it was so difficult, but I'm telling you the how, the how. The next question is, how did you get over it? How did you cope? How, how did you continue onwards after this incredible loss? It was switching the mindset from seeing it as a loss to seeing it as this pain was a gift. It was a gift because Tony Robbins, my mentor, he always shares life is not happening to you, it's happening for you. So now I'm able to share the story of healing after heartbreak, healing after loss, hearing, healing after a near-death accident, and so many of the experiences and events that have happened after that. It was an opportunity and so I want to dive into now the how. How did I cope after this relationship ended? Um, so we had had plans to continue on on this world trip, travel the world together and obviously it was 
terrifying. It was terrifying to think, how am I going to continue this world trip alone? I am a young solo female traveler. I have a lot of expensive camera gear. How am I going to continue on this world trip alone? And obviously I wanted to, every part of my heart wanted to travel the world, but also you have all these perceptions in your head of what a lot of places around the world are like. Is it safe? Can I go on my own? Can I do it? Can I continue travel photography on my own? Am I capable enough to take all my photos with my tripod and all my videos and everything on my own? And it was this accident actually that was a blessing in disguise because in this accident I broke my right thumb, which was my photography thumb, which was my editing hand, which was my writing hand, which was my everything. I broke my right thumb and it was a blessing because it forced me to pause. So I took a one-way flight back from Bali, went to Virginia where my family lives and just took the month of May of last year to pause, to reflect, to go internal. And that pause is the best thing that you can do for yourself post heartbreak, post relationship. I know it's the most difficult thing in the world when you're going through that heartbreak and you feel like you've lost everything and you feel like life isn't the same and you have like a dark tint over your perception of life. The best thing that you can do is feel, let yourself feel all of these emotions. For what helped me is journaling, is yoga and feeling. Truly allow yourself, if you want to cry, cry. Let out those emotions. I had that month of May and it was amazing because the other side of life too is that we can't appreciate the highs unless we have these lows. So how are you going to know what a sunny day, beautiful sitting out by the ocean feels like if you haven't experienced those cold, rainy, gray days? And so first, allow yourself to feel. But the next step, don't stay there. Don't stay in the feel. Start to surround yourself with optimistic people, inspiring music, inspiring TV shows and movies. Better yet, if you have the means and if you have the opportunity, travel the world. That's what I did. So the rest of my year was, I got an amazing opportunity with Visit Florida. That was the first project that I did on my own. It was a tourism board project. And I'm not gonna lie, I was really intimidated to have to do that on my own. I really wanted to make sure the content was as great as possible. This was my first big job traveling solo. And I was like, am I capable? Can I do this? But I truly believe that that project popped up when it did to show me that I am fully capable of doing it on my own. So I would encourage you within safety bounds, of course, but if you're in this time period, step outside of your comfort zone and really push yourself to do things that your past version of you wouldn't have believed that you were capable of doing. Because what that will show you is just how unbelievably capable you are in accomplishing these things. And that will give yourself, um, there's this quote Alex Hormozzi says, kill yourself doubt by creating an undeniable stack of evidence that you are who you say you are. Create this list of evidence, stack it up and keep building this list for yourself. And so when that self doubt in our thousands of year old brain continues to pop up, you have this literal list. You're like, hey, look, 
I'm a boss. Hey, I'm amazing. Hey, I've done this before. I can do it again. I acknowledge that this is just a little emotion that's popping in and it's making me doubt myself, but this is not who I am. I'm capable. I'm courageous. I'm kind. I'm a loving person. I'm capable of giving love and being love. And so that's the next step is step outside your comfort zone. And for me, it came from traveling the world. So I continued onwards. I spent the summer in Europe and, and then I went to Costa Rica and Tulum and it was an absolute dream. I surrounded myself with other travelers, beautiful nature, trying new food, experiencing new cultures. And this level of openness was the most amazing thing ever because I had experiences post heartbreak, connections with people on like deeply passionate levels about spirituality and love and life and, and travels like this, form of connection like travel was my healing and on all of these travels I had a journal with me and I was reflecting and writing down my thoughts and writing down my healing and once you are in this stage of like after you let yourself feel you might think like oh everything's fine now you will still go through these waves of healing so that's something that I learned as well things that I thought that I had healed and I thought I had processed and cleared come up for you in waves something will happen and it will remind you of something in your relationship or in your past or of that person and it'll hit you again and give yourself the opportunity to feel and be and, and process that emotion but the key is to not stay there feel and process it um, process it can come in different forms for me it's journaling and then continue onwards from it and so travel travel was my how and also that mindset switch of realizing life is happening for you and not to you and also switching myself from expecting all the time I feel like so much of us in especially in the United States we just expect 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 this quote from Tony Robbins that has been a guiding pillar for me ever since I heard it is trade your expectations for appreciation and in that moment your whole life changes so I changed my perception of life to I want love all the time and I want this all the time and I want this to being a source of love and being a source of light. And, and when you make that switch, you will raise your vibration and you'll start to attract love and you'll start to attract life in your life. Love, and you'll attract love and you'll attract light in your life. And so that was also a huge switch for me was changing my mindset um, from expectation to appreciation. Every single person that you meet, everything, every experience that you go through, it's a guiding pillar for you in your journey. So that quote, as hard as it is, Life is not happening to you, it's happening for you. And the other quote that got me through the most difficult of decisions, the most difficult of times, is it is in the moments of decision where your destiny is shaped. So that Tony Robbins quote was the guiding quote in helping me decide and helping me stay with my decision because it was aligned with my heart. It was aligned with what was inside. And I truly believe that when you're living in alignment with your truth and what's inside of you, then everything starts to flow. So the, another question here is, how did you manage through the sadness? Let yourself feel it. Don't believe that life shouldn't be sad. Like a lot of people look at my Instagram and they think, oh, she's smiling all the time. She's the happiest person on earth. I feel all emotions just like everyone else. But the key is that I choose to not stay in those sad emotions. I choose to see that, yes, there are waves of life. There are ups and downs, but there is light and there is good. And I choose to look for the good. And so how to not manage to stay in the sadness is feel it, process it, 
and then start to find things you love by stepping outside of your comfort zone and starting to find those pieces of happiness that you can then contrast with the sadness to grow into so that you don't stay in that sad state. Ooh, another question here is a lot of questions on loneliness and is it difficult to find other people to do stuff when you are alone? So a lot of my Europe travel that I embarked on, I had no set plans to travel with other people. I was initially going to be solo for all of this, but you know what's crazy that I found is that traveling solo is more social than when I was traveling with a partner or in a relationship. And so the way that being social comes from travel is first of all for me I make a lot of connections and friendships through my Instagram page and also just putting myself out there so when I post as my true self when I show up on my stories as my true self I share captions from the heart I attract other people who are also living as their true selves and so that was one way of meeting up with amazing like-minded people from around the world the other way to meet new people when you travel is by staying at places like hostels or co-living spaces. This will attract other travelers and just like sitting there, it's crazy. Literally just sitting in a public space off your phone. So whether you have a book, whether you have a journal, whether you're just sitting and looking around instead of like having your face in your phone, like that will truly open you up to conversing with other people and just like switching from that switch of being closed to the world to being open and being loved like literally i'm telling you sometimes while solo traveling i would have to seek out opportunities to be by myself and this is the other thing too that i want to share that links back to that healing being by yourself that alone time i've had that isolation time i've had that meditation that priming from the tony robbins content has been probably the single biggest help in my healing because I've been able to truly truly tap in to what's inside and what's on my heart. I believe that our hearts have all of the answers for us that no one else can give us. It's on our hearts and it's for us and so that alone time will do wonders for you. What I would recommend, what I did is I took a month, I went to Santa Monica in California and I had an Airbnb by the beach completely by myself and it rained three of those four weeks. I thought I was there for sunshine. I thought I was there for California vibes, but that rain was so healing and so just an opportunity for reflection in so many ways. So give yourself that time and that space. And I've found through all of this that peace is the biggest blessing. So if you can find peace, I believe you've found the jackpot. How do you like traveling alone versus traveling with a partner? Honestly, I think I've started to find that like solo travel is one of my favorite forms of travel because it's just such a unique opportunity to literally just like love yourself and get in tune with yourself. And this leads to my next topic. Another note that I wrote down that I wanted to share is you'll find that like you have so many different relationships in life, but I've found that this relationship that I've found with myself and just getting to know myself on deeper and deeper levels and the people who are living furthest in alignment, the closest in alignment with their truth, I believe, are the people who know themselves the best because then they're able to serve and give and, and be a human to other people from that space of knowing themselves the best. And so that's been my favorite part of what's come out of this healing journey Yes, I've loved the places I've gone. Yes, I've loved the people I've met. Yes, I've loved the food I've, foods I've tried, the amazing brands I've worked with. 
But what's been most exciting for me is getting to know myself better and better and better and truly being comfortable with that alone time because then I'm able to hang out with others and bring my best self to the table and experience a place and really come from that space of feeling peace and love inside so that I'm able to experience it wholly as it's meant to be experienced. And so, yeah, that's, that's something that's been really, really exciting. <laughs> so a lot of the questions are, are you open to new relationships now? <laughs> I promised myself I would give myself a year of just living my own life, not even seeking relationships, just seeking a relationship with myself and just being in my own space. I would say that now I am open to just seeing, going with the flow, seeing what life has to hold. But honestly, like I'm not putting any pressure on it. I am in my 20s and not that there's any timeline on life, but I'm just having a amazing time right now with meeting awesome people, traveling, working on my business. Like this is what I really love to do, working with amazing brands. And I feel very grateful to be able to do it. And also getting life coaching certified through the Jay Shetty Life Coaching School, which feels so, so amazing and just such an awesome opportunity because I love to connect with people one-on-one -on -one and help people become their best selves. So it felt like the best next step was to get life coaching certified so I could work with people one-on-one -on -one. And I have this ultimate like dream goal to become a motivational speaker. And it sort of came at a parallel of this time of everything that's happened in Iran with women's voices being silenced and women are fighting for freedom, the freedom to choose whether what way they want to express their religion, what way they want to live their lives. And here I was on the other side of it, experiencing ultimate freedom, traveling the world and audience, a platform and everything. And I felt I had this voice. I have a voice and I want to use it for good. And so my goal long term is to use my life coding, coaching certification and become a more experienced motivational speaker to help the women of Iran and help empower women to live their most extraordinary lives. So that's one of my long term goals that I really want to step into. Another question is, is he happy for you? I really love that question. Um, we haven't spoken since the relationship ended and we chose to do that because we each felt, especially since I have such a public profile, um, we felt that it was important to each have our own time and space to be able to process things and be able to move through things. I truly hold so much love and gratitude for everything that the relationship was. And that's something that I want to really encourage for you as well if you're going through a heartbreak or you're going through an, a loss is to try really hard to see the good in it and the lessons in it and the gratitude from it as difficult as it was or can be. I know circumstances are so different. Trust me, I have experienced and been through a lot of it too. But what I can encourage for you is to come at it all as a from a place of gratitude. I really, really believe that every single person in our lives is there for a reason, is there to teach us something, we learn something, we give something, we grow in some way. Okay, so another question is, how did you get over it? My boyfriend and I just broke up and I'm struggling, thinking I'll be alone forever. You will not be alone forever. I truly believe that we are never alone. We are all so connected when, and this, this, understanding and this feeling for me has come from prioritizing spending time in nature and so I know that so much of what you see the content that you see spend time in nature it's great for you why is it great for you and so I'm going to try my best to answer this is so in cities we live our lives in these boxes 
the way one of my mentors from a Tony Robbins event explained it once is we wake up in our boxed beds, we eat our boxed cereal on our box tables and intake the news on our box phones. And then we get into our box cars and we drive into our boxed offices and we work on our boxed computers and we eat our boxed lunches and we then drive home in our boxed cars we get onto our boxed couch we watch tv on the box tv we eat our dinners at the box table and we go to sleep in our box beds our entire lives fit into these perfect squares and if you look into nature there are no straight lines in nature all of nature is curves and flows and and unique shapes and spirals and waves. So the longer time we spend in cities, I believe the more disconnected we, we become from what the natural, real human connection and form is. I've found this ultimate connection and no loneliness connection from spending time in nature. And so what does spending time in nature look like? That's going for a hike, that's going to a park and just sitting and reflecting and putting your feet on the grass, putting your toes in the sand, spending time in the ocean. It might sound so simple, but I really believe that prioritizing spending time in nature in this past year has been so helpful for my healing as well, because nature, it really has it's speaking to us and it's communicating to us and movies like Pocahontas where she sings about the colors of the wind and and hearing the different birds sing and the different animals communicate like it all like we all come from nature we are all a part of nature and we all pass our bodies go into nature our souls who knows where they fly free to but I believe that you will never feel alone when you have this connection to nature and you have this connection to whatever you believe in. For me, it's spirituality, it's the universe, it's God, it's a higher power. And that learning about that and feeling that has helped me heal so much. So that's something that I would encourage to you as well as prioritizing spending time in nature. And so I have reached the 30 minute maximum on my filming. Um, hopefully this was helpful for you all in healing post heartbreak, I really wanted to encourage you and share with you that this life is such a beautiful blessing. And, and I know so many people are struggling with loneliness and depression and anxiety and so many things are happening in our culture right now, but there is so much good and there is so much light. I promise you it is out there. Find what it is for you that sparks that passion, that sparks that joy and that zest for life within you. And, and I can speak to those negative sides because I've not only like seen it, but I've been in it. But that good is out there. Find what it is for you by trying all these new things. Try different things out. Talk to different people. Intake content that inspires you. Like other things that I've done are limit or cut out alcohol consumption, limit or cut out negative toxic um, relationships. Um, people, friendships, whatever that can look like, but also media. I rarely intake any news and, and I know that that's a privilege and a blessing, but I do get any information of what's happening in the world, no matter what. And so um, cutting just as much of that negative cold stimulus out as you can and really trying to fill your life with optimism and good things and good energy impacts your energy so much. It's all energy from a molecular level. We are all buzzing and vibrating with energy. And so I really hope this was helpful for you in, in 
and healing after heartbreak and in seeing the flows of life and and in living your most extraordinary life and so my name was mana if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to me on instagram or in the comments down below i am at mana gafuri and here's to living your most extraordinary life